when is it time to get a trust? Hi there, folks. Eric Maldonado here, owner of Aquila Wealth Advisors in San Luis Obispo. I'm a certified financial planner, and today we're talking estate planning and more specifically trust planning, or when is it time to get a trust? Oftentimes people hear that they should get a will or that they should get a trust. What's the difference? When is it time to get one? How do I get one? These are all reasonable questions and things that come to mind. And then every year I feel like we get a uh, famous celebrity or person that is wealthy in the media that dies without a trust like Prince comes to mind and everyone says, well, why did they do that? Now they have to go through probate and it's public and it costs a bunch of money. And then there's, of course, you know, fighting and litigation. Why didn't they just get a trust? So trust, a difference between a trust and a will, first of all, is the will is is um, arguably everyone should get a will no matter what level of assets they have because a will you know directs your property upon death and gives directions. And you can also get certain um, directives on it, like healthcare directives, that what happens to you in the event of incapacitation or uh, you know power of attorney, essentially who can still write checks for you in, in, in the event of incapacitation. So a will is more about directing um, your, your assets uh, upon death and uh, stating which people are able to um, make decisions for you w- when you can't. And, you know, no matter what level of assets you have or h- how big of a family size or if you have dependents or no dependents, an argument can be made to get a will. Wills, will A will is tend to be, tends to be easier to get, cheaper to get as compared to a trust. And there's many different kinds of trusts. There's revocable trusts, there's irrevocable trusts. Um, so they're a little bit more involved, but a will, you know, there's various ways to get, you can go online and do online forms. There's, uh, services online. That's more than just getting forms, but less than working with an attorney. And then there's of course, working with an attorney local or otherwise that can draw up a will for you. And then next would be getting a trust. And a lot of times a trust comes into place when just when there's a little bit more complexity involved in your life, when it comes to financial resources or assets, maybe you have some, property ownership or you know real estate or a business or just investment accounts that are starting to grow and then maybe you have family or dependents that you want to make sure are taken care of whether it's a spouse or children and uh, now you you just have a little bit more responsibility a little bit more complexity and you want to make sure you get things right one of the main reasons of a trust is avoiding probate as it's called and in California it's especially expensive so if someone owns a home and they have some investable assets. If their if their um, estate is worth more than one hundred sixty six thousand dollars and change, then it has to go through probate and it becomes a public process. Anybody can see and access what what is happening within the probate uh, within your estate, uh, and and then you got to pay the fees. You know, for California probate, which isn't cheap. It's a certain percentage and even some flat rate fees to pay for the process. So a trust avoids those fees that your beneficiaries would have to deal with if you're no longer around. And um, it also keeps things private and it um, tends to go quicker as well. Probate takes more time, weeks. You have to deal with California court systems, whereas the trust, you don't have to deal with that. And uh, the estate tends to be dispersed depending on the uh, directions within the trust document uh, much quicker. So a trust 
allows um, the trustee to manage the estate and it um, directs uh, beneficiaries and, and how those beneficiaries are to receive the uh, assets. So there's a, a benefit in managing um, assets, especially for minors. And then there's also a benefit in avoiding probate. And then the third one is uh, there's some estate planning, uh, estate tax strategies, but the um, at least currently here in 2021, this, the estate uh, tax uh, limit is so high in terms of what your net wealth is or your net worth that maybe less than 2% of, maybe even less than that, people in America even deal with estate um, planning issues. It's over 5 million per person, over 11 million per couple as far as uh, net net worth goes when they actually have to start dealing with estate uh, taxes. So the main reasons of the trust is to be able to avoid probate, especially in California, which is very expensive, timely, uh, not not cost-effective at all to go through probate. And then the other one is just to be able to protect and manage your assets and, and direct where they go um, above and beyond, say, just like listing beneficiaries. So oftentimes people will list their primary beneficiary as their spouse, and then they'll list the contingent as their trust, which has all the directions. And the trust allows for language that uh, describes what happens in case this person isn't around or this person's not available, and then it has backup instructions, whereas just listing beneficiaries is pretty static, and maybe things change down the road and you forget to update your beneficiary. Well, if you had your trust listed as a backup beneficiary, uh, then... um, the, the trust language is able to be followed. How often should trust be updated? That's There's some discretion there. Some say at least every five, 10 years. Obviously, if there's big changes in life, uh, changes in in um, marital status or, or big uh, changes maybe in business ownership status or real estate status, then you would want to make sure to update those things. Or maybe as minors become adults and you want to update who the executor of the trust is, in other words, the person that is called to carry out your wishes if something happens to you, or maybe you want to change your beneficiaries or add a trustee and and, um, all those sorts of things are reasons to update the trust, which an attorney would do for you if you used an attorney. So again, similar to the will, there's kind of three routes to take when setting up the trust. You can go more of the just find forms online, which is much more like do-it-yourself, DIY, you can kind of do the in-between thing, which is kind of like software that you can find where maybe an attorney is available to you over the phone or or maybe just more than forms, but less than a, an actual attorney that you meet with locally. That'd be like middle ground. And then the um, the third option, which is the most um, um, costly, but also you get the most help is is doing it with an actual attorney, usually a local one that you would be referred to by someone you trust, or maybe you trust an attorney already that you know or have met or heard about locally and they're able to walk you through it and kind of do everything for you and with you so that way you don't have to do the research and try to decide if you're doing the proper forms and maybe not even knowing which questions to ask. Um, so that's a little bit of a summary on on trust and estate planning and a little bit on wills and uh, um, give you some idea on when is it time to do a trust and 
what are some considerations there. Um, as always, consult with your advisors, your attorneys. Uh, this is purely educational. And uh, until next time.